one. Okay, so the question I got for you right now, do you want heavy? Indio, do you want heavy? Metallica gives you heavy, baby! Welcome into the fourth mother box. Who talks about Metallica for an hour? Are you serious? Ooh! <laughs> Welcome into the Fourth Mother Box. I am Tom O'Gree. You are following us at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram, YouTube.com/slash Fourth Mother Box, where you're seeing shorts uploaded quite a bit often, like Epcot's construction update from the monorail the other day. And also follow us on TikTok at Four MB. Joining me, as always, is California's favorite visitor. Hailing from Chicago, Illinois, Kyle Cosentino. Kyle, how the hell are you today? I'm feeling real fucking stupid today. (laughs) I mean, really, really fucking stupid. Not Brad and Evan fucking stupid, but pretty damn stupid. And you mentioned California's favorite. I hope that state breaks off and sinks into the fucking ocean. Oh, man. Oh, man. Them's them's are harsh words. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, yeah. Those are harsh words about that state. I mean, I've been hearing that it it was supposed to crack off forever ago and float and be like an island on its own. So, Disneyland. Well, it used to it used to be the one of the most beautiful states, but now it's just a big fucking like pot to piss in. <laughs> I'm feeling real fucking saucy today, so He's I'm going to be attacking a lot of different things today. So get ready. We have no agenda. And we're gonna just shoot from the shoot from the cuff here. Now, speaking of agendas, man, the JFW podcast over there—they're coming at us hard, coming at me hard, Kyle. And what, wait, what's what's JFW stand for? Does it stand for just freaking wieners? <laughs> it does. I, I think that's what I heard. And they they talk about professional wrestlers and the bulge. Who has the biggest bulge coming out of their singlet? Is that is that what it, what they do on there? I can neither confirm nor deny. But I'm just going to assume that's that's true. But I think yes, you're right. go ahead. I think you're right. So they offered slander at the beginning of their uh, show last week. Slander, I say. They offered slander. So I think it's high time, Mr. Cosentino. Now, every the fourth mother box is over two years old. We've had 100 episodes. Thank you very much for all the listens and the downloads. We've had some mild success here. Um, everybody tunes in for Kyle's mom, so we go from there. <laughs> Um, and we thank you for that. We thank you for that business. Um, but I used to do a segment called Ginger Snaps every show, and then I started to taper off on it, and it, it's now become kind of like a special thing. So this is my official Ginger Snaps about the JFW podcast. So 
at this point, I'm not entirely sure how we've gotten this far with the back and forth between us, the fourth mother box podcast and the just freaking wrestling podcast. But like a moth into the flame, I can't help myself. Here's a little history lesson for our listeners first, because I'm a man of the people, Kyle. I like to provide the historical information to the people joining us. JFW Podcast, which you can all find and like on Facebook, Just Freaking Wrestling, and Instagram at JFW Podcast, is a pro wrestling podcast hosted by Travis Trampstamp, the unremarkable tortoise Bunny Jones, and the second coming of the Grimace, P-Trap Ackerman. So I've decided to address the Juicy Farts and Wet Wipes host separately today. So clutch your pearls because you must burn. Travis, Travis Trampstamp. Man, I liked you too. I really did. And then he had to go and slander history's greatest gift to music in Metallica. Now, I really shouldn't take offense on a comment from somebody who waxed it in the shower to Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town, but I have poor self-control. I know having a tramp stamp as a man feminizes you a bit, but bro, just add flames to the Dolly Parton piece on your back, and it should help. To the unremarkable tortoise, you couldn't even cut it on a copycat Ninja Turtles TV show called Pubescent Deformed Eager Beavers. If you somehow made it into the recent TMNT movie by Seth Rogen, you would have been defeated by April O'Neil after she tossed a bottle of your favorite cologne, Brute, down a manhole. And a bit of advice, Mikey boy, stay in your shell when the rapture comes so your fans aren't traumatized. Now finally to our buddy P-Trap, PX Body Spray, the podcast Poopa. The idol's little bitch. What the hell did you wear to that recent wrestling show? You're walking around looking like Sally Jesse Raphael if she dyed her hair black. You're whiffle back and double as a lover at night. Just remember to use a super wipe when you're finished. That has been Ginger Snaps, Kyle. So that's our retort to the JFW podcast and their slander. I don't know if you have anything to add. Oh, I have absolutely stuffed at. You know, I thought to myself, why am I taking the 20.5 seconds to come up with something creative to decimate Mike again? Because he is the brain of a, like, demented pigeon. Okay? <laughs> and I'm I'm shooting from the cuff here, but, like, I listened to what he said on the, on the podcast, and granted, I'm not shocked. I'm, I'm not surprised at all. I could have, like, fallen asleep and... And I still would have known what he would said, what he would, what he had said. <clears throat> so, as a recap, it's not shocking that Mike said the two things that he has said for the past, as long as I've known him. And he made a a mother joke involving stamping a card at work and then stamping my mother, and then <laughs> actually that wasn't that bad. But it was good. I was, I was I actually I was actually kind of surprised. I mean, like I. He like at least probably put at least three days in into that into that one joke because you know he's he's not very bright when it comes to comebacks. He he has to like reference the past fifteen years of your Facebook comeback, so he's not very good. <laughs> and then he's he keeps saying like you know I respond every time saying oh Kyle 
oh, that, or oh, Mike, that comet is really dumb or boring. And, it, you know, granted it is, because every time you say anything, it is, it is dumb and boring and repetitive. <laughs> and, and so I don't feel the need to come out and decimate you like I did last week. But, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to say a few more words, add a, a little add on, Get em. Hey, a little, epi- add a little epilogue here. I'm going to add okay. more black and whiskey to my cup while you do that. Get them. Um, I'm going to, so, so I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I, earlier this week, I saw a picture of Mike <laughs> on Instagram. It, it doesn't really matter where I saw it, but what I noticed is he had, it looks like he had made a cute sh- new shirt for himself, probably at Candy Asses R Us. And what it said on it was, quote unquote, fear the turtle. And I kind of laughed to myself. I'm like, fear the turtle? Fear this guy? And this guy, this guy is shorter than me. And he needs a stepladder to get up on top of the turnbuckle. Ooh. And every time he gets on top of the turnbuckle, he falls down. It's like... When he gets to the top, he gets distracted by the four patrons in the crowd. Well. I mean, one of them, one of them's eating a triple baconator from Wendy's, and then he falls over like a sad sack of potatoes. Okay, so nobody's fearing this guy. Nobody's fearing this guy at all. Oh, man. Um. So. So yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, Mike needs to know his role and shut his mouth, as The Rock would say. He does. And uh, I don't know who Travis Tramp Stamp is or <laughs> Dick Slap, but... Uh, P-Trap, yeah. yeah I'm going to call him Dick Slap. P-Trap is, um, he's a, he's the co-host, uh, or he's part of the group called Lovely Intoxicated Women over there. Um, they're fans of Rocket Pro Wrestling and some indie wrestling over there in Chicago. You and I have been mm. to some shows, right? You know, and, you know, we, you know, we used to go and respect and we're... Rep, you know, I was big with the Lunatic Wrestling Federation back in the day. I love the LWF. Big fan of Acid. Saw Vic Capri and MCW at the high school I went to. I went to Marist High School. And MCW kind of introduced me. It was both Mike and mine's first introduction to independent wrestling. So, yeah. You know, where where does he get his attire? Because it's like... I I can't even uh, you know begin to think where the, where you must get this from. But that shirt he he recently got he could turn that sun bitch sideways and stick it straight up as candy ass. Ooh. And um. And one last thing, one last thing about Mister Mister Panda Man, Mister Primetime Poo Stabber. Uh. Well, you know I think like. I think you know. I'm, I'm. I'll be interested to see his response because I'm calling it right now. Like Mike, come up with something different. Come up with something different than like I'm short because you can't say that because you're shorter than me, and you can't do something else but a mother joke, and use something else besides I make the same comebacks. <laughs> so like, so so yeah. In fear of the turtle, in fear of the turtle. Um, Again, nobody's fearing you, so you should. I mean, people should just call you low rent Donatello. So, <laughs> down on his Luckatello. <laughs> that's who Mike should be. Uh, that's all right. Um, see, see, I write out things when I rip on Jedi talk, but for Mike, I just go off the cuff. Just go off the cuff. You give no effort. See, I was, 
I was up early in the morning with my daughter writing this for JFW. So, and I meant every bit of oh. it, guys. Travis Trampstamp, the irresponsible or the invalidatable tortoise, Bunny Jones, whatever I said. Um, and then, the, of course, Pete Trap. Do you feel feel like it's hard to like roast people nowadays because everybody's like offended of everything? It's like, oh, you just don't care. To, I just don't care. <laughs> I mean, if if I were to just say like. You know, our friend Tim Marciano wears really tight shirts and people might say that he shops exclusively at the Baby Gap. I'm sure somebody would get offended. Mm -hmm. Like people who shop at the Baby Gap would get offended that I said that. I guess uh, Tim would get mad. He might get offended. Yeah, um, I think he's going to cancel me on Facebook or something now. I hope. I still want to get you reported. I want to get you kicked off Instagram. Speaking of canceled or kicked off, where's Jedi talk? Because I'm hearing that uh, stormtroopers are addressing you in re- in uh, in regards to Jedi talk, and I'm like, stormtroopers are listening to Jedi talk. It's but then true. I think about it, you know, stormtroopers are like mindless drones, and you you kind of have to be like a mindless drone to listen to Jedi talk. Oh, but, oh, okay, okay. Where, but where is Jedi talk? Like, what's going on? I feel like. I roasted your guys' asses. No, like no, you guys you are burnt to the fucking ground. Yeah, you, you guys about? can't even come back with anything. And and you guys, where are you at? You guys just like you don't exist anymore. It what was I roasted you, you guys about? so bad no, you that didn't. you guys are now canceled. All were canceled. Okay, our listens and subscribers and follows would would say otherwise. Short round, so back the fuck off for a second. Well, your listens, your listens aren't as big as uh, Brad's uh, bourbon, whatever the fuck it's called. Brad's bourbon reviews. Is that where he's at? Is there's he, a lot more alcoholics in the world. Yes, he is sipping bourbon off of is, the is it, off of the Great Bourbon River. Is it true that every new bourbon he tries, he has to chase it with a shot of uh, back sweat from some fat, sweaty resort fatty? Yes. That's true. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That Makes is... sense. So, <laughs> um, oh, so and, where's uh, Jedi? Talk? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and finish your just, finish your. I was just gonna say, thought. like, uh, I feel like Jedi Talk should uh, definitely address uh, this this week's South Park. Oh yeah, mini I gotta movie watch because that. Uh, Disney and Kathleen Kennedy specifically were, were referenced in a in very hilarious way, and once again, South Park proves that. It is ageless, it cannot be canceled, and it is probably like one of the funniest shows still on television. Yeah. So thank you, South Park. I can't wait to check that out. Um specifically for the Star Wars stuff. I'll try to check it before we record Jedi Talk. Jedi Talk is alive and well, sir. So you stop your slander. You were on last week as a guest, so and everybody got to hear Kyle of the infamous Kyle and Kyle's mom, the Hydromanae fish that got popular on the Halcyon. Okay? And yes, I was on Batu today because one of the great things about paternity leave and not having to go to work when you live in Orlando is you can take your eight-week-old daughter with your wife to Disney for a whole day. And thanks to Jedi Talk that you were slandering, Kyle, by the way, I was hooked up with, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to call this individual out, but we've talked about them on Jedi Talk before, and the family hooked me up with their Club 33 passes. Now, I didn't get to go inside Club 33, but um, basically the ticket allowed me to go into all four parks, park hop whenever I felt like it, and it came with 16 lightning lanes. Uh, 
I did that Wednesday and today. Courtney and I did as, as much as we could throughout. So I did Kazakh Rewind and Tron on Wednesday in the same day. A bunch of other stuff. And today we did Rise and Kazakh Rewind in the same day. And we parked out before 2 p.m. So how, uh, how do you get in Club 33? Do you have to buy Bob Chappick nachos for a year to get in that club? You do. Um, but it's... Twenty-five grand up front, and then I think ten thousand dollars a year from there on out. What the fuck? Or you just know somebody who's in Club Thirty Three, like we do on Jedi Talk, by the way, who Brad and I met at the captain's table, who confirmed to me this week, Kyle, because of Jedi Talk, by the way, since you're slandering us so hard, I'm gonna push this one in your face. She says whenever we're up to it and the schedule's aligned, we can go in as guests with her. In Club 33. I don't even know what that affords you because, like, I feel like it gets you into, like, little lounges, and I'm like, that's not worth it to me. Look up the history of Club 33 and then come back to me. I feel like I've done that before, and I'm just like, I don't this think you just have. doesn't seem like it, it really makes sense. This is coming like, from the it, person who doesn't like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I, I can't take, take anything shit. you say I would serious. Take a, I would take a massive shit all over Mr. Oh. Toad's wild ride. Oh. If I wanted to take a wild ride, I would take a wild <laughs> ride on your mother. Oh, I'll give you the button for that one. There you go. Um, meow, meow, stupid. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Did you just meow it? You fucking troglodyte, yep. you stupid piece of shit. You meow on, on this podcast. I think I'm starting yeah, you, to get drunk. You use the button. I'm just going to meow it. I'm going to press Brad's fart. That's what's going on over here. Um Okay, speaking of shits, hold on, hold on. I have something real that we should talk about as far as content. Now now we're talking 17 shit? and a half minutes. I know, this is serious. So there was like a Reddit oh, post okay. the other day. Courtney actually brought this up to me. There was a Reddit post the other day, and then I start to see this get traction. This is the thing I sent you in Instagram. I sent you the this this reel about people pooping in Rise of the Resistance queue. <laughs> <laughs> this is the absolute... Best topic for yes. Mother Vibes. Yes, yes. This uh, is why we get five to six views every every episode. We get more than that. Calm down. For the poop stories. We, we okay. get more than 11.5, that. 11.5. 11.5. We even get more than that. Stories. But still, yes. Um, it, we do all right here on the Fourth Mother Box. Uh, but but we're we're still consistent. Consistency is key. So we're gonna keep doing what we want. And what we want is talking about poop. <laughs> In rise of resistance. So. So it, it so the real sent to Kyle and the post was something like what's like the craziest thing you've seen or something like that. It's like a cast member or a former cast member. And somebody commented that like one time in three days or, or three times in one day guests at the Walt Disney Resort in queue for the greatest attraction of all time, arguably. Rise of Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance. People waiting in line dropped trow and shat. Literally shat. They couldn't hold the resistance in their bowels anymore. <laughs> and it rose downwards. <laughs> there was no resistance in their pants because they shit in queue. Three times in one day. This also has apparently happened in flight of passage queue. Which makes sense because your stomach hurts from thinking you have to see all the Avatar nonsense. And trying to figure out how these two movies made over a billion dollars. I get that. So they even put bathrooms in the ride too to kind Avatar, of like offset yeah. this. And people still shat. Yes. Yes. People still I, shat in Avatar. 
and this isn't this isn't just California because we all know California yeah. is the United States toilet and people just defec it's free to defecate and piss anywhere there you yes. feel like it piss and so, defecation I I just like I get the lines are long but you know like I don't know you know like it just seems like okay like you, you have to pee but like you can't hold it for for an hour you know pretty much I, it, it just seems so. You gotta like research weird. this shit going to Disney, <laughs> right? But then again, people who like civilized people, if you have to go to the bathroom and you can't hold it in, you would just exit the ride or go in the ride's bathroom. You would line, think so if that, if that exists. But it's not Rise, but an Avatar. Of, who decides that they're just gonna drop trow and fucking take a dump? You know, like right in the middle of the line with all those people. Have That's you ever bad. seen somebody taking a large mud monkey like right in the middle of the, <laughs> Whoa, of the line? <laughs> taking a dropping a big meaty chud. What the fuck? A brown <laughs> dragon monster right in the middle of the of the line. How many more uh you know dropping the browns off at the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Browns off at the Super Bowl. Do you have any other like special phrases in reference to shit? Um The Amazing Turtle. Ha! Yes. Drop knock the knock. You were about the, to get shell shot. Yeah, he got shell shocked twice. Mm-hmm. Bitch. He's shell shotting all over the place. Somehow, the amazing turtle survived that most so, recent match. What did they do? Did they have like a pooper scooper and they just scoop it up? Like, like who's who, the poop guy? I don't know who's is the Evan, cast member. Is, is it? No, 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 no! Don't say that. You can't say that on air. You can't say that. I would have to edit it out. I, I can't. You can't. You can't reveal that. <laughs> Evan's the poop guy. I know it. Uh, oh yeah, Evan's the one pooping in in queue. He refuses. Maybe, to... <laughs> that's how Brad got fired. <laughs> Oh, that's the real reason he got fired. Yeah, for pooping yep. in queue. <laughs> well, they wouldn't give him any breaks, so he had to shit. I, I, I could just see him bringing him into some like office with Mickey Mouse in the background. They're like, "I'm Whoa. sorry, uh, due to your due to your explosive need to explode all over rides like Rise, Rise of the Resistance, we have we're going to ask you to leave." Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like Brad. We saw you on security camera. You shit all over BB-8 overnight after the park <laughs> closed. We had to clean him. You were let go. So he suffocated a porg with all your shit. Tobias B. Porg, yeah, Tobias Porg. Mm. Um, in any event, uh, who who are you out there? Claim your pooping. Come on, the fourth month of box and claim your poop. <laughs> we want to. We want to interview you. Like what? I happened? do. Like, I want to know what's going through your mind and your asshole. Like, like we are a civ- we, we, barely, but we live in a society, people. And my George Costanza like and Joker voice. I feel like I I have figured out the title for this episode, and it's people pooping in lines on Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And we could probably talk about this for an hour. I would imagine we could. Like, where's the best spot in the queue for Rise of the Resistance? Is it before or after the waterfall? Is it inside? It's probably inside the caves. But then there's more I people just, over there. You know, like you made the comment, raise the prices. And, and maybe yes. that's that should happen. But like pooping in line, that's like a Six Flags thing. Come on, people. You See, don't do that at Disney. This is a good you point. You just don't. This is a good point. If people 
are still somehow coming into the best theme park to ever exist and defecating in line because, look, Disney tries, and they don't always get it right, but if Rise of the Resistance says it's 65 minutes, it's going to be 65 minutes. If you need to shit or move yourself from the line, you should know beforehand. You should know yourself real quick. But what I'm... What I'm saying is it's just like you you make the conscious effort to be so goddamn disgusting. Like these people need to be priced out because it's like it's like a certain class of individual, right? That that you would assume is so below societal acceptance that they could not afford something like this. So it's like, I say it in jest, rise the prices to keep the crap out. But it's like, I kind of, at the same fucking time, like, how do you stop these mad people? This is insane. I and I feel dirty. like there's something to be said about, like, plan, you know, like, do some fucking research before you go to these parks. You know, the parks are huge. The, the area is huge. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. You don't just go there and expect to get on like some of the biggest rides like midday. You just don't do that. Actually read a fucking article about how to do Disney, damn it. <laughs> and um Okay. So it breaking news, everyone. It turns out we have finally figured out who it is that cleans up all the poo that is left on Rise of the Resistance. This is our good buddy over there at Jedi Talk by the name of Brad Hughes. Ooh. He comes along with his little shovel and uh, he uh, he cleans it off BB-8 and R2-D2. Side hustle. R2-T poo. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a... R2-D poo. It's a, it's a great side hustle for him. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. <coughs> oh. That's all right, Kyle. Just let, let there be dead air while I'm coughing. Um. I was going to say, he he and George Costanza, like in season seven of Curb Your Enthusiasm, when they did the Seinfeld revival, or the reunion, he created an app. Um, he went into business with George Costanza to create an app that says there's poop here and you need to come clean it up. So, is he, you know, $5 of poop. So, he's doing that at Disney. Good catch, Kyle. Nice investigative work to trap Brad. Yeah. Absolutely. He could start a TikTok and in an Instagram account. Brad's pooping reviews. <laughs> this poop over here in Rise of the Resistance looks like somebody went to White Castle and then Portillo's. You could see the Portillo's styrofoam cup, which they seem to have also ingested, possibly confused or under the influence of methamphetamines. Okay, so now he's he's reviewing the poo yep. on Rise of the Resistance. This is- I wonder how long we could keep this bit going. I mean, we can keep on going. If it's about poop, shits, titties, I don't know, man. That's where we're, get, <laughs> we're, have, we're getting weirder. We're gonna have we're gonna have negative listens on this episode. I don't give a fuck anymore. Negative listens. Take four in the mother box down. I'll just create more four mother boxes. I'll do the fifth mother box. This mother box. I have endless yeah, ideas the, for companies for podcasts. We're the we're the scourge of all podcasts. Okay, <laughs> that means two things. Go on. What does it mean that we're the scourge of the podcast? Oh, it's a, it's a, you know, has two meanings. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Because we haven't peaked yet. Come on, yet. man. 
We haven't peaked yet. Scourge peaked when we opened for Megadeth. Fourth Motherbox hasn't peaked yet. Still waiting on the... We're hanging by a moment here with you. We're waiting on that. We're waiting on the peak yeah. moment. Hopefully that would be like a Zack Snyder interview or having Lars on the podcast. Or I mean, with all the fucking interaction you've had, I can't I can't even imagine why you can't get Lars on our podcast. Shit, with the recent connections I've made with making friends with the the heads of the New York Attitude Metallica Club chapter. Who the fuck knows? The dude was on the first episode of the Metallica Report. That's insane. And you yeah, want to bash Jedi awesome. Talk? He found me because of Jedi Talk. He found me because uh, of the Star Cruiser. He's, he probably he probably only listened to it to make fun of it. Did he, though? He, probably. He didn't. Uh, he probably did. He's well he, aware he about to, your mother, though. He only... He wanted to listen to it so he could find the mysterious pooper picker upper at and Batu. This is coming from somebody who, when you worked at Walgreens, you had to clean shit up. No, I didn't. I never had to do that. You told me you had. You told us at no. band practice you had to do that, or like somebody pooped in never. the aisle. Some some old man pooped in the aisle, but like I didn't have to clean it up. Like it just happened. <laughs> I think you're. I think I, you're a. I think you're a poop denier, Kyle. I I know I would never I would never ever lie about poop. <laughs> You're poop denial, patadial, poopile, poop denial. That's what okay, it is. Okay, that made no sense. Now shut up, up your ass into the left. Everything makes sense. And we've lost Tom, everyone. No, no, you haven't. You haven't lost jack shit. I'm as Tom as ever. Fight the proletariat. <laughs> At this point, you could go listen to a better podcast. No, you sure can't. Ones out there. There, there, there are no better podcasts than the Fourth Motherbox podcast. Thirty-one and a half minutes or thirty-one minutes in of sheer. Well, we're gold. not. We're not. We're not better than Brad's bourbon reviews. We're better than every bourbon reviews. We're better than your mom's bourbon review. She's got a good one. I'm up that ass and to the left quite often. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've lost me. Oh, this guy, this is like not Are you drinking? Yes. Are you doing a bourbon review too? Or are you drinking I'm, bourbon? I'm drinking blackened. It's 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 the only it's the only alcohol I really drink. I don't drink beer you anymore. Should, uh, I'm a should, simp for our boys. Yeah, you should do a Metallica merch review podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, uh, Brad and I wanted wanted to do a blackened episode. So him and I are probably going to do that first bourbon page i want to do a master episode about it so we'll probably i could hopefully clap I could on see that. you doing like a i could see you doing like a merch podcast about metallica like on today's episode i'm going to try on <laughs> a thong a thong with lars ulrich's face on it hell yeah i want that somebody buy that for me there's actually speaking of like weird merch uh joe our good buddy man bud miller over oh, there. oh man bud telling, miller yeah was telling us that a long time ago the band Ghost had a like a Papa themed dildo that they sold and they actually and it sold out right away and then they just came back with it and it again sold out. So did Joe buy them all? Uh he did. He was the sole purchaser sole of said uh, said dildos. The the Papa dildo. Got it. I mean, hey. So so, so what we have determined today is that we know who the pooper picker upper, pooper picker upper, is at, on Bat- Batu. But who's the pooper? There's a mysterious pooper on the loose in Bat- on Batu. 
poo too. Yeah, who's pooing on Batu? <laughs> Give me a children's <laughs> book. <laughs> it's Evan. It's Evans, the serial pooper. Evan will not stop pooping until the Galactic Star Cruiser opens back up. He's so enraged that he's taking it out on Rise of the Resistance, and he's yep. decorating it with his own. Yeah, we both we both kind of like went on a a real tangent here for like twenty minutes. We've been talking about poop. Who gives a shit? It'll probably Literally. be our best. It'll probably be our best episode. Watch, watch. Oh Everybody will listen to it. And we've talked about jack shit. We have talked about literal jack shit. And I, don't and think I keep we making, we keep talking about it without even thinking about talking about it. Okay. That's true. All right. Real quick, because I so, think we've we've done a good amount of content today. So is there anything else that you want to chat about as far as like in the nerd world? There's really not too much going on. You're playing Spider-Man 2. Um, Aquaman's not getting any Batman in it, which whatever. I'm, I'm so uninvested dumb. in Aquaman 2 right now. I just don't care. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, when they said buddy comedy, I, I'm like, I don't think so. Um, I'll give, I'll do some quick hits. I'll do some quick updates. Quick hits, so, go for it. Um, they dropped another trailer for the Marvels. I've st- I still don't care. And uh, Loki is on episode four, and I also don't care, which is shocking because I really like the first season. But uh, this, that I is just, one big pile of I shit. don't know. Like, I, I don't want to call it superhero fatigue because I feel like. I'm the type of person I talk with a lot of people in my office throughout the week, you know, from all ends of the spectrum. And if somebody came into my office tomorrow and said, I really like Marvel or I really like DC, I would talk their fucking ear off. That would be like the worst thing that they could bring up around me because I will talk them out of the fucking office. So, you know, I'm still very excited about these things, but I feel like what's coming out is not very exciting. And, you know, Loki is just kind of there. It's kind of an example of... You know, like what Marvel has been continuously putting out ever since Endgame. You know, you have a few like great films, but like an overall story that's lackluster. You know, and when I say story, but like, you know, whatever this saga is, the multiverse saga or whatever it's called, it's just not. I mean, I feel like most people would agree that this is it's tanking, you know, and the the next movie is the Marvels, which let's face it, that's not their best and brightest. Um so, I mean, I look, I, I saw some of the tra- I saw the both trailers, and I'm like, let's see, we have another villain that nobody knows about, a story that's very multiversey. And yes, if you reference South Park, South Park rips the shit out of multiverse stories. So, there you go. Um, and yeah, I'm just, it's just uninspired. Now, if you want a good story, if you really want a good Marvel story, you you'd want to venture over to Spider Man Two. Okay, for PlayStation 5. Spider-Man 2 is arguably the best Marvel video game to date. This is everything that needs to be in a superhero video game and more. It's not as good as Batman the Arkham series, in my opinion. Fuck you if you think differently. But it it is very formidable because not only do you get two Spider-Men with two intersecting stories that work really well. Now, I haven't beat the game yet, but the game is very fun it's very well written and it's even like the side quests have, you know, it's not like bullshit, you know, they're not bullshit, like lackluster side quests. So, and the, like the Easter eggs are insane in this game, you know? I saw, I saw one spoiled to me, but yeah, don't, don't tell me because I, 
I haven't, uh, yeah, I uh, haven't, you know, seen everything yet. I just read before we started the podcast today that it turns out that the Wolverine game is set in the world of Spider-Man two, which is fuck. Ooh. I was speculating on this and that's really fucking cool because Insomniac owns Wolverine, the rights to the Wolverine game. And we know if, you know, they are as consistent with the way that they wrote Spider-Man two for Wolverine. Wolverine's going to be an excellent game, you know? All right. So, um, we don't know where the Avengers are in this game. I think they say they're like doing something on the East coast, but you know, they're non-existent in this game again, which, you know, I, these, the develop insomniac decided like getting all the licensing was hard, but how the fuck did they, you know, these developers get it for that shitty piece of shit of a shit <laughs> of a Avengers PS4 game. Like, like why can't we just take those characters and plop them into New York? Like, like Spider-Man, like just yeah. do that. It would be like a multi-billion dollar game. You know, Spider-Man two is now like the fastest selling PS game, PS game of all time, I believe. So, um, yeah, it definitely picked it up. It's worth it. It's a good game. I don't find it to be terribly short because I've been playing it for a week now and I'm not, okay. I'm not finished with it yet. Good. So good, but, uh, it's, it's really good. And like one last thing, I will spoil something, but it's not that big of a spoiler. Spider Cat is still in this game. So, <laughs> and I was very concerned about that because Spider Cat, you get this very special Spider Cat Spider Man suit in Miles Morales. Oh, yeah. Uh, his his game, where it's like the cat is in your backpack and he helps you fight, which oh is God. really hilarious. Yeah, it is absolutely hilarious. So, this suit is still present in this game, and I would have boycotted it if he was not. Well, Kyle's playing Spider Man 2. I just started the Metal Gear Solid remaster. So I bought it the other day. Comes with the first like five Metal Gear Solid games or Metal Gear games. The, the first two Metal Gear games. And then the three Metal Gear Solid the, the first three Metal Gear Solid games. Sorry. So those first two, two Metal Gear games like that's on Zanzibar and the one with the Big Boss. And then there's Metal Gear Solid with the, that's in Alaska. That's one I just started playing because that's like my childhood right there. And then there's Sons of Liberty and then Snake Eater. So that shit, Kyle. I'm going to talk about that the further we get in. But um, if we don't have anything else to talk about, was that it on the quick hits? I think we could wrap it up. Well, I'll, I'll wrap it up with my final thoughts. If anyone knows who the mysterious pooper on Batu is. <laughs> The Batu Pooper. We're gonna to have to come up with a creative name for him. Um, I think it's Evan uh, T. Buttshade over there, but um, you know we have no evidence just at this point. So, if anybody have any, has any, if it has any evidence, please forward it all to the fourth mother box.